Hello and welcome back to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Bizport, I'm here in the independent state of Chaosia and uh, I'm joined over in the United States of whatever uh, by Felicia Jones. Yeah. Hi, um, I, I know we had to take a break, but goodness, the world has changed in just a short few weeks. <laughs> We go away. We have like we say, right? We'll have to we'll have to take a break because I'm going to America and you're doing a thing with a boat and all this kind of kind of stuff. And so we like we you know living right, and then everything yeah. happy happens. stuff. Yeah, yeah, everything it, it, happens. Yeah, everything. It's um, wow. I don't know where, where do we want to start. We want to, let's start in the UK, Paul. What is going on over there? Okay, well. Um, I'm going to try and keep this reasonably brief because, you know, this this is, it feels like, you know, when um, there's a start of a new season of a TV show and it says previously, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it does like the whole recap. <laughs> yeah, th that's what we need. We need a whole recap starting with the queen uh, up till yeah. now. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, uh the queen died and we we sort of we sort of covered that that was kind kind of major yeah. and and liz trust came in not necessarily in in that order we you know did she kill the queen or not we don't know um but basically <laughs> since we've been away we've kind of missed the whole of the liz trust era um quite quite literally so when we left sure shortly afterwards i think it was shortly afterwards um liz trusses uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, who's the financial secretary guy. I don't know what the equivalent is in the US, like chief of the uh -huh. treasury or something. Uh, he came in and um, Kwasi Kwarteng and uh, announced his mini, quotes unquote, mini budget of things that they were going to do, right? which was their new direction of the new government that had been on hold for a few weeks whilst we had some national mourning, came mm -hmm. in, basically said, what we're going to do is we're going to cut taxes for the rich um we're gonna uh scrap, you know scrap a couple of taxes or put some thresholds up and stuff like that for, for the plebs um but basically the markets did not like it and the no pound they did not crashed <laughs> no so well so, the pound crash mortgages went crazy so yeah. and everybody lost, lost faith yeah everything yeah. went crazy basically you know you suddenly realize no this is what capitalism means and um so, so the economy just basically went to, to shit. Uh, so she ended up sacking him, and she <laughs> had a cabinet reshuffle uh, as a as a result. And the new guy that came in basically said, uh, "Okay, that was a bad idea. So we're not going to do any of that. And also, by the way, we're not going to do anything that Liz Truss promised when she was up for election <laughs> uh, in the Tory Party because that's quite clearly a bad idea." So then everyone's like, "Well." Okay, who's in charge here? Is it Liz Truss? Was it Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor? Obviously, it was the the Chancellor. Uh, long story short, her authority just like like withers away like a really sad flower um, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like not had any water for weeks and just kind of like mm, we're we're out and the pressure mounts and basically oh and then the Home Secretary Suella Braverman, who's like big on sending people to Rwanda. <laughs> Um, said it was her dream to do that. She, get this, she sent an email from her private email address to someone and went, oops, 
look what I did. I sent an email from my private email address. I'm going to have to resign. And by the way, you're shit, Liz Truss. Um, and so like, I'm like, well, hang on. She did that on purpose. Uh, so that's important to remember. Suella Bravman leaves the Home Secretary because she's broken the ministerial code. So she goes, that basically pulls Liz Truss like, down, the whole government down. She ends yeah. up resigning um, and says, right, okay, it's quite clear, um, terrible, I'm I'm out. Then, are you keeping up? Then there's uh, a, like, what should we do? Because she's going, we need an election. Uh, so who's going to be uh, putting themselves up for a candidate? Guess who? Boris Johnson says, hmm, I fancy a go. I'm going to come back from my holiday in the Caribbean. What was he doing on holiday? Surely he should have been working. Uh, comes back from the holiday in the Caribbean. Um, and what they the party suggests is that in order to go to a vote, you need to get 100 nominations. Why did they yeah. put it so high? Maybe it was because they thought if we put it high enough, then maybe Boris Johnson won't get the numbers to actually uh, get to, to, to that level. Oh. So it won't go to the public vote. Everybody knows <laughs> if it goes to the public vote that he will win because the Tory party members flipping love Boris Johnson, right? They can't bring themselves to vote for maybe, I don't know, a brown man. Um, so And certainly not a woman again, because that was a disaster. So yeah, any 44 modern, days of disaster. 44 <laughs> days of disaster, exactly. So then uh, the only person that says that they're standing is Penny Mordaunt, who is um, the leader of the House of Commons, like a mine, relatively minor cabinet minister. Um, she's mm-hmm. not getting anywhere near the 100. Uh, people are saying they'll vote for Rishi Sunak and some are saying for Boris Johnson. He's not getting the numbers. Looks like Rishi Sunak is, but he's not declaring his candidacy. The deadline is 2 p.m. on Monday. So <laughs> as we were recording this yesterday to get nominated at one minute to two. Sorry, sorry. At nine o'clock on the Sunday night, Boris Johnson says, I'm not putting myself forward because he says, he says, uh, I-, I definitely had the numbers. I definitely had the numbers. I can't prove it, but I'm definitely, I definitely had the numbers, but out of the national interest, I'm not going to uh, okay. put myself forward. He withdraws. One minute to two, one minute to the deadline, Penny Mordaunt pulls out. So the only person that can uh, do it is Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak gets nominated. Today, Liz Truss is gone. She sees the king. She says, ta-ta. In comes Rishi Sunak. He's invited to form a government. Okay, fantastic. We've got the first non-white uh, uh, prime minister in this country's history. Very interesting. Maybe we can talk about that at some point. But <laughs> he's formed his cabinet. What's he done? He's brought back loads of people from the Boris Johnson era, including Suella Braverman as the Home Secretary after six days off, saying it doesn't really matter <laughs> that she broke the ministerial code, because let's face it, that was on purpose. She's back. Everyone check into your flight to Rwanda. Um, and we, we are here where we are. So that was a very, that was a shortened version of the summary. Of, yeah, uh, what's it going. was. That's good. Cause I tried to keep up and I was completely <laughs> lost. So here's a couple of things that I got from this. I, okay. I have always felt from day one that Liz, Miss Liz was set up. I can't prove it, but it feels like somebody set her up for epic, epic failure. Who knows why, but obviously it could have worked. That's my conspiracy theory, and I will stick with it. Um, 
I do kind of feel bad. I don't, definitely don't like their politics. I'm not a fan of their politics over there. But I kind of do feel bad for Liz because this is ultimately embarrassing to go through this and to kind of have everybody li like literally throw you out amongst the buses to get run over. But I guess the only thing that is a bonus is that after 44 days, Liz qualifies for a lifetime pension of $115,000 a month, right? You're right, yeah. So I mean, that's not bad, is it? It's not bad for 44 days of work. It, it's not bad, but you know what? If you did that to me, I'll, you know, because I saw people, they were like, oh, she should give the money up. I was like, screw all of you. You embarrass me. I'm taking this money. I'm going to the beach and I'm going to watch all you all and be bitter while I'm getting paid. Yeah. By taxpayer uh, money. <laughs> I, I think that's a really good analysis. You know, when Theresa May was forced out, right, in, uh, back in 2017, if you remember those heady days, um, was it 2017? No, it was 2019. She was forced out. 2019. So, and she was forced out. She was pictured when uh, when Boris Johnson, the year afterwards, or, or something, was having some real difficulties. She was pictured at the cricket drinking gin, living her best life, and saying "fuck you." Uh, and that, uh, yeah, I agree. If I was Liz Truss, that is what I would do. Um, should yeah. she keep? I would be should better. she take the money? Yes. Uh, um, mm, mm, I think no, it depends I... on. <laughs> On your character. For embarrassing I, I, me like this, for embarrassing me like this, I'm taking the money. But she's taking it from the public. That's the thing. She's not taking Don't it from care. the Conservative Party. She's taking it from the public person. We need everything at the minute. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> All of you, you retweeted her. You embarrassed her. People talked down about her. She got shamed in front of the public. She needs some hurt money. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, I can, I can understand the logic there. I can understand the logic. <laughs> she was... The shortest, um, the shortest stay in terms of being a prime minister um, ever in the UK. Mm -hmm. And it was not easy for her. I mean, I think it's quite obvious that she struggled throughout yeah. the days. She's not a natural orator. She hasn't got the charisma necessarily that it takes to be that kind of world leader. She riled um, the United States government with some of her um ideas and approaches to to, to things um uh yeah i i don't think it'll be looked on as a particularly great time in the uk's history no no um, it will not because well and a lot of people are saying that this is the conspiracy part is that whenever a company or something is going bad you typically put a woman or a minority person in charge and then blame them for everything. Right. Yeah. So, I, I do I, I do see the, the conspiracy angle here about was she put in on purpose to screw it up so that someone could come in. And I do I, I do see that and I do wonder whether that was Boris Johnson's strategy, but he, he messed it up because he thought he could come back and actually they didn't they didn't really want him but i think it's here's some really interesting things i i think as a result of that that have been telling over the last couple of days as rishi sunak has uh, emerged as our new prime minister uh, firstly firstly um the 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 door which was hardly shut um to to the racist is wide open um Ooh, they, i've seen it they are running out um and, and, uh -huh. and were before he became prime minister. Now, now he is. Uh, then, then they're they're fully emboldened and feel like they have to uh, say their their piece. 
Um, so that's interesting. Um, it says a lot about the Conservative Party. I think most of us understand that a lot of people in that party are racists. Um, and we have seen that, that they are. Well, I, I think a lot of people, and I've had to, I've had to really think about racism and how people project racism. I've started to come to the conclusion that a lot of people see talking about race among some people is just a, a difference of opinion. And for others, it is just pure straight up racism. And mm -hmm. I think that's where you're about to start going over, oh, this is just a difference of opinion. And it's like, no, dude, that is racism <laughs> right there. Yeah. And um, and I've heard some of the, the interviews and radio shows from out of the UK, and it is it is pretty appalling and um, people need to shut up because they keep yeah. talking and they make it worse. I also saw a clip of a young lady and I don't know her name, but I guess there's a new television show about a black family in Wales. And the interviewer was like, well, a lot of people see your show as woke. And she said, you know what, before you even have a conversation like that, you need to, you need to give me the definition of woke because um, or you just need to say what you really want to say. And, and I was like, that is a great response because people are saying these types of things um, around Rishi Sunak and everything about being woke. And it's like, you know, what, why don't you just go ahead and say what you really want to say? Yeah. Because I know what you're implying. So yeah. I think that going forward, anybody who uses the term woke, um, for all you listeners, just ask them exactly what is it that you mean by the term woke uh, before you even have a discussion. Uh, and it won't last very long. That is ace. Well, I'm so gonna. I'm so gonna do that. Well, because you got to know, like, what, like, what is it that you are saying? Because um, when things like when Black Panther, when the Black Panther trailer came out, they were like, "Oh, this is woke." Like, what does that mean to you? Uh, mm. So I think now, when people throw out these terms that the media grabs onto, you got to ask people, like, what exactly is it that you mean by this? And it's so interesting that a term like woke, which is very much not the, the it has been hijacked and used not the way it was intended, that this term has made it over to the UK. So I'm very curious, like, what do you mean by the term woke? <laughs> mm. Um but this is what we're dealing with. And um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Paul, do you have the constitution to deal with people that are being blatantly racist around you? Because you guys, you, you guys have done a very good job of hiding racism. Up to this yeah, point. but it's, it, it seems that, that we have. Uh, I'm always quite conscious of uh, living in somewhat of a bubble um, just because I live in a quite a diverse area which is unusual for, for most places in the, U, in the UK. And I'm always surprised when I leave my bubble um, of the, the stark difference of uh, people's opinions. But actually, increasingly, I've, I've noticed a lot within the bubble. Mm -hmm. So so I was, I was relaying this story to you the other, the other day. I was at a, a, an event on Sunday where uh, this is for, for one of the kids' um, things that they they do and of course you're forced to engage with other parents of different backgrounds yes. from different areas <laughs> that you didn't choose to be near and it's quite surprising <laughs> to me how how uh people feel uh able to just talk shit to you about things that uh, yeah. aren't, aren't true like um this this guy who was 
telling me that um, the most oppressed group of people in the US are uh, white men in their their 40s. Um, yes, they are. And they are, they are clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, what did like, we, we, it, we were talking about all sorts of things, but I kept going, hmm, no, I don't think I was really polite. I was like, no, I don't think that's right. No, I don't know. No, that's not. No, that's not right. And then, of course, I end up going, no, that's definitely not right. No, no, that's wrong. OK, goodbye. <laughs> uh. I've learned that for those types of people, what you have to do is one, you can't get upset instantly. Um, you could walk away, look at them and just call them like a prick or you could just start <laughs> asking questions. But, or you ask questions because it's going to get them even flustered. So you ask questions like, oh, my gosh, like, do you have American family over there? Where are yeah. you getting your information from? You know, I haven't yeah. heard this on all the major news stations. And I watch CNN, BBC and all of them. Where are you getting this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you know what? So that I ended up saying, because I started talking about guns and George Floyd and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, well, why is he talking about that? I, I I know I know it's just all bollocks. I know where it? he got but, it from. Yeah, he's a Pierce. Yeah. He's a what's his name? Pierce Morgan. He's a Pierce Morgan fan. Pierce, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, he's very anti woke, isn't he? And and Kanye was recently on his show, either the day before, uh, same day, or something like that. And yeah, that has started a woo over here. <laughs> well, we've got these new these new sort of opinion based channels now, which which you guys have had for a long time, but they're quite a new thing here. Uh, wow. But but I did I did say to him because we can talk. We probably won't have time to talk about my trip to America recently. But the <laughs> uh, I said to him the only uh, I said I came I came back from America last week, and the only person that wasn't a police officer that I saw walking around the streets with an assault rifle was a white guy. Um, so he's walking around with an assault rifle. Yeah, just on his back. I mean, I don't know whether it was real or not. I assumed it was real, so I walked pretty quickly. Doesn't matter. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did say to him, I said, um, "Have you been to America?" And he went, "Oh no, 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 no." So you know, that was the end of the conversation. Oh, so that's he's a, never that's even a, been here. He's not. No, oh, okay. no. So well, he's a YouTube not. master's degree person. Okay. Yes. I get it. Yes. <laughs> the so, worst yeah, thing. So, that has ever happened in business. And I know part of your business is around this, but podcasting <laughs> has ruined all of us. There are so many people with podcasts that need to go away because I understand free speech. I know here in the United States, we have First Amendment rights, but goodness gracious, it just needs to go away. And I saw a tweet and a young lady said, she said, the first thing I'll do when I become president is ban men from having podcasts. And I was like, amen. <laughs> <'Cause>, you know, <laughs> I mean, people might say that about us, but, um, you know, we are an award finalist twice over. So yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we must be allowed. Well, I, I mean, you know, hey, we, we'll find another form, but uh, you know, if I have to take it that we ha can't have our podcast to get some of this other crap out of there, I, we, we'll suck it up. We'll just do a TV show, Paul, because <laughs> yes, good um, idea. Uh, because a lot of the information like that guy is talking about is coming from. I mean, Kanye did a series of interviews on major TV shows, but what has really gotten him in trouble, and I know we're like kind of moving over into a different conversation, is that he was on a podcast and he let his mouth keep talking and and now um things are not working out well for him i mean everybody and his mama and their mama have dropped him 
for being so anti-Semitic. So what's happening with him then? So let's 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 move to what's going on over there because you know this, this is a general catch-up show. Um, you know, the, the dear listener wants to know what's been happening since we've since we've gone away. So so tell us a bit about Kanye and what he's been uh, yeah. up to. And just can I just say Kanye? You know how I'm getting the pronunciation right because one thing that happened whilst I was over there was people were asking me about. Um, the Mexican week on the Bake Off. Uh, taco. Um, taco <laughs> versus taco and all this kind of stuff. So um, Kanye, uh, tell us about Kanye. Which his officially, his name is Ye now or Ye. That's, oh, whatever. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ye, Ye, whatever. Um, so how this ties back into the crazy person. Oops, sorry, I can't say that. To the <laughs> ill-informed person that you were talking uh-huh. to on Sunday is that my assumption is that he was watching the Pierce Morgan interview. And this is probably one of the third interview that he had done or was published within over the weekend. Um, but Kanye was basically talking about, you know, how George Floyd, because you said the guy brought up George Floyd and Kanye believes George Floyd did not actually get killed um, by the police, but he was um, on fentanyl and him and Candace Owens, who is actually married to some British guy who is some right winger over there. Um, she's a young black woman here who is very mm-hmm. MAGA Trump. Um, yeah. At the same time, they release a documentary about George Floyd and saying, you know, and people are examining where the police officer's knee was. And, and Kanye was very adamant, like his knee wasn't really on him, so it couldn't have killed him. So they have gotten into this thing of George Floyd died from fentanyl, not from somebody oh. putting their knee on your neck and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? This and guy mentioned that. He mentioned the... the that's what I said. I think he watched the interview. Yeah, he definitely watched that. Okay. <laughs> and then the other thing is that Kanye was saying that he empathized with white males because of, you know, he empathized with them because he wants what they have. And Pierce was like, what is that? Power. That type of thing. And so so now we know what Kanye wants. Kanye obviously is envious of the power of white males. And everything that is appears that he's done is going in that direction. So he did another interview and he was talking about um, language that is anti-Semitic, very anti-Semitic, but how Jewish people have power. They've been controlling him, controlling everything he does. They control America. Um, He is definitely for White Lives Matter because he felt that because he married a white woman, her life matters. So he is all for white lives matter. He talked about George Floyd. He, I mean, he talked about a lot of things. Um, I didn't watch the whole interview. Of course, you, you know, with Twitter and stuff, you get the, the sensational clips. And then he talked about a lot of the failures and challenges of the black community in relation to all of these things. He's also, um, he's going to release his own community called ye something. I don't know. (laughs) um last time people release communities they always call cults and everybody dies but you know that's just me but so now all of this is like over the last few days it is the right-wing people have jumped on this so your pierce morgan and his little cuddle buddy um tucker carlson hannity all of these people have jumped on it they've jumped on it on the politics because we are in about two weeks is election time. And and now Kanye is losing all of his partnerships. He's losing, Adidas just dropped him. 
uh, his agency and a lot of other things have dropped him. So it's, and it's just sparking this conversation now of how crazy everybody is. So yeah, mm. so I think you're going to start, you're, unfortunately, with these opinion news channels, and, and I'm, I'm going to say, I don't care if they're liberal or right wing, they are dangerous. They, they're very dangerous where you get to have yeah. people pretend like they're giving you news, but just giving opinions for 24 hours. I mean, seriously, Paul, if we have four hours just to talk about our, our opinions and then we call it news, the mm. world would be crazy. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's true, isn't it? I mean, they, they talk about like a post-truth society and things like that, but that is where it comes from. The, the, the danger, I think, is that that kind of thing, it looks like news. It sort of is presented like news. Yes. But it's not news. It's not objective, impartial, this is what is happening. It's, and it's, it's based on opinion. nothing. And and yeah. it's based on nothing. There are no facts. I mean, and and what has really gotten to me, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but slightly sideways squirrel related. Um, I was talking to a young lady uh, about speaking gigs and she wanted to get on a TEDx talk and uh, get a TEDx. And I said, the thing about TEDx is you have to talk about your lived experience based on facts. And she said, you know what, I can't, I'm trying to make up some facts so I can talk about this. And I was like, that's not how facts work. You don't make them up. <laughs> and I'm thinking that there are a lot of people who think facts are things that you can string together and call them facts. Like, no, like when you get to this point, you should be able to research it and have footnotes and qualify all of this stuff. And, and I'm pretty sure people can say, oh, but you can contest that too. But Usually, um, facts are, you know, very well thought out research with different um, variables in them. But now I do think we are at a point where people create facts, create things and call yeah. them facts. Yeah. Um, and it's a little, it's, it's disturbing, to be honest. <laughs> it's a good word, disturbing. Because I think, it, yeah, I think it's the way that's presented. But think pe I think people are so confident when they give an opinion now because they know if they can present it as a fact then yeah it, it can be it can be believed it, it has more gravitas than it than it would I think in days gone by people would go what but now yeah. people just go oh really you know it's like <sighs> yes <Yeah>. disturbing <laughs> is a good word it is it is very disturbing and I'm sorry that you guys are about to get flooded with this opinion news because I think it has done more damage to people, to their ability to think, and I mean to democracy to some great yes. degree. Yes, uh, yeah, and hundred percent. And then you're reading all of these um, young people whose families they have to go home and deal with a dad that's telling them stuff. There, I just read a tweet this today, and a young woman was saying. Um, She's a Marine and she was saying, well, you know, giving her the warning, like I'm hearing a civil war is about to break out. Make sure you have enough food, all this other stuff. It might last about three or four weeks. The military is going to get rid of these people. And and of course, she, you know, I'm pretty sure you're rolling your eyes. And she didn't do the is this is false. She didn't do any of that. She just asked questions. Where are you getting this from? Um, has it been reported on the news channels that he liked? So you got to use their information. Like, has it been reported on this channel? 
Have you heard mm. about this? Like, where did you get this from? And then how is it that you know and nobody else knows? <laughs> yeah, That's, these, are, these are good tips, actually. This is like a, a, an advice show. You know, some of our most popular shows are advice <laughs> shows. This, <laughs> this, this, this is good. Well, and when you're saying it, I'm thinking of things that have happened to me or from like family members in particular, where mm-hmm. I've kind of heard something come out of their mouth and gone, well, that's that's from the Daily Mail. I know where, you know, you're just repeating what you've read there. And it's quite yeah. worrying how people just, like you say, accept it as truth, but then uh, repeat it. So I'm, I'm thinking, yes, if I'd have asked the question, well, where did you hear that? And that those are good questions. Well, and, and I think um, people here, and definitely if this is, I mean, it's probably been there before, but you're probably going to get a lot of this with your new prime minister and Piers Morgan being whatever he is. And even things concerning Meghan Markle. I mean, if you see how she's been treated over there, I mean, I'm pretty sure poor little Rishi, he's going to have a hard time with the media and getting things done. But I've learned that with these people who think this way, getting mad is not going to work because they believe what they believe. Yeah. And you are not going to change their mind. The only way you can get them to change their mind is cut off the internet and cut off the cable. <laughs> Cause um, one person did say when the cable went out, it actually, they lost their grip on watching this stuff on a regular basis. Mm. But if you have to engage, just ask questions and just ask, where did you get this from? Because you showing your facts is not going to work because they're, they're not going to believe it. Um, and then also you could just cut, cut them off. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. I can already, I can already, we need, <laughs> do what we need, we need like a little, a little credit card size, um, quick reference guide for <laughs> a human resource me quick reference guide for, um, <laughs> questions that you can ask to challenge people uh safety yeah. i think we should create that you know i think we should create it and put it somewhere to 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 download to to oh we should share we should put that on our wide. website humansexhaustme.com we should put it there and oh and the beautiful one the last question that actually really did help was um when you're talking to someone like this the last question that she asked her dad was okay if all of this is going on how will you respond if it doesn't happen Ooh, because a lot yes. of people believe like the world's going to end. We're going to do all this stuff and we're going to have a civil war. And it's like, OK. And like, you know, what steps and what measures will you take if it doesn't happen? Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Because, yes. I mean, the, the end of the world is happening all the time. So. Yes. <laughs> and a civil yes. war is always okay. breaking out, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think this is going to I, I, I mean. And this is where we're getting into these whole conversations and with Kanye and what's what's bringing this up is one, anti-Semitism, two, the power of free speech. Where does it begin? Where does it end? And, And who believes it and who doesn't believe it? And right now we have a lot of people that are agreeing with Kanye, um, Mm. doubling down on very anti-Semitic language um, using, you know, creating their facts to go along with it, also throwing out Bible verses to prove whatever it is that they're trying to prove. And, and then we also have this other conversation of all of these companies acted so quickly to drop Kanye, but 
when he was being misogynist, racist, saying slavery was a choice, talking about George Floyd, um, and they did nothing. So a lot of people are just like, wow, anti-blackness is real. So we're having those conversations along with um, primaries, not primaries, sorry, we're going into election seasons and CRT is number one up there. People are saying CRT is just teaching white children to be to feel bad about themselves. And our favorite governor out of Florida said the United States was not create was not created on stolen land. That was a myth. And so I guess he thinks the Native Americans said, come on in and kill us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and and then of course anti-trans and they we've been getting a lot of reports on the marketing of using anti-trans um, uh, legislation is is on purpose to get people to not pay attention to the fact that interest rates, recession, all of that stuff is kicking our butts right now. Mm-hmm. So, so with that, I bought a boat. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you literally ready to set sail? Oh my gosh. I, I saw the boat and I was like, can we just take it now? Yeah. But we got to wait because it's like, I want to sail away from all of this stuff, but uh, it's just, it's, I think the next, I, I, I'm the first 30 days of Rishi Sunak's career is going to be eye opening, I think. And I think, don't they judge basically presidents and prime ministers by their first 30 days? Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see how it goes for him. Um, and then, of course, when we get into this election season over here, um, I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, I think I know what's going to happen, but um, I, I think the world is, this decade is just a massive shift in crazy. I, I think you, you might be right. Um, <laughs> the decade the kicked might, off yeah. like this. I mean, it literally kicked God. off like this. The yeah, decade yeah. kicked off like this, and it has it's not gonna- stopped. Yeah, I think it's going to be the whole the whole thing. It will be interesting oh, to see what the, the yeah. first thirty days is is like. I mean, I've just I've just noticed here that he's just brought back Kemi Badenoch, and she, uh, as the um, minister for equalities, women and equalities, she does not believe in CRT. So that will be interesting. I have another conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rishi got this. I think Johnson was going to really take this again. I think there were some backdoor negotiations that will give this to you if you bring all these people back. Right. And yeah. I don't know, from what it sounds like, these are not the the folks you want to have dinner with people because they'll send yeah, you to they, Rwanda. Yes, they'll send you to Rwanda. They'll take all your money. Um, they'll sell off all your assets. Um, this, this guy, Rishi Sunak, is the... Uh, wealthiest member of parliament and the wealthiest prime minister ever. He is richer than the king. That's a lot of money. So, the king got a lot of money. The king's got a lot of money. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was explaining this to a colleague today. I was like, actually, I can kind of relate to him in some ways because he's 42. I mean, you know, I'm a bit older, but he's 42. He's a massive Star mm-hmm. Wars nerd. Like he knows everything about Star Wars. Um, he likes playing video games. You know, he's got daughters the same age as, as me. There are certain things that I can relate to him. He can't relate mm-hmm. to me. That's the problem. He can't relate no, to rich. me and my life because he's because he's rich. So so we will see. It's an interesting idea. 
um, that he's you know yeah. been been shoved in there uh, that way. A lot of what he seems to be doing, it's all about calming the markets, trying to project an image that uh, actually this is a new government and it's capable um, and can be stable, but uh, they're going to try and deliver Johnson's manifesto. Meanwhile, uh. meanwhile, they are doing terribly in the polls. Everyone else is calling for a general election now. <laughs> I think we won't get one. Of course um, not. But it's given but, up power. But, yeah, but we do need it. I, I, I do think I am more supportive of your idea that actually maybe Rishi and Charlie are in cahoots here and the absolute monarchy is coming back. Oh, of course. And that maybe King Charles is going, right, now listen, Rishi. Like, y'all have screwed what? this up the yeah. last 10 years. It is time. <laughs> For me to bring the power back, you peasants yes. get on your bend the knee, peasants. I, I can't <laughs> like, wait for it. You're bend new the here. knee, peasants. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Which, you know, wanna, I'll be honest. See peasants. <laughs> I'll be honest. It would be a huge difference from where we are now. So uh, you know, maybe, maybe. Well, actually, maybe that's how it happens. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's so bad that we welcome it. I think your theory is is. Got some merit there. So I'm going to add that to my list of conspiracy theories that I can buy into along with birds yeah. are not real and that the Grand Canyon is a portal to I Africa. Mean, he, he has been setting things up for his immediate family and he is mm. setting this up for his son. I'm telling you. I need to that's get why one they of my to, children married to, get, to a royal. You know, they, they're not doing that anymore. <laughs> they were going to start inbreeding. They were like, we tried yes. this common people stuff, but <laughs> I, I, that's why they had to get rid of Megan. They had to kick them out of the country. Yeah. I'm telling you y'all, mm -hmm. you're going to be bending the knee. It's going to be so game of Thrones over there. Well, I, I, I think we'll, I think we'll see where we are next week. We could have another prime minister next week. We could be you in the middle of an election. We just, we just don't know. Like, honestly, if, if we'd have, if we'd have not been on a break, I'm sure we'd have had three or four different episodes by now, just covering off the different things. But I mean, happens, so much stuff has happened over the last few weeks. This is just like, it's not even a culmination of everything that happened. Right. But you know, if, if we, I mean, I don't think we have this amount of power, but the fact that we went away and this all happened tells me actually for society's sake we should not go away again yeah we got to keep going <laughs> oh okay paul <laughs> all right let's take a breath and we will return next time with maybe slightly less dramatic news maybe you'll be prime minister fingers crossed <laughs> see you next time see ya